It's Sports by the Book at the South Point Studio. Here's Jeff Parles. Welcome in. It's Sports by the Book at the South Point Studio. I'm Jeff Parles. Happy to be with you. Vinny Maliulo, Alex White. And I know we have audio. I just heard myself. So I know we have audio back. Uh, appreciate you sticking around if you stuck around on the stream. Uh, but we are back. Vinny? I promise I won't touch any more equipment. Yeah, please. No, no more. You're not, you're not allowed back there. It's, it's, the cutoff is if the glass continues all the way across. Sorry, it's like the penalty box. It is. I'm it used is. to that, though. <laughs> so let's, uh, let's get back into it. So, Alex, let's go back. Let's go back early in the day. First, yes. first slate of the day. One of your one of your plays today. A lot of orange lot at the old orange. dome. Syracuse seven point dogs against Clemson. Clemson, of course, coming off that loss last week to Florida State. The Cuse undefeated coming into this game, getting a whole touchdown here against Clemson. And that's exactly what I'm taking. I'm taking the seven with Syracuse. Now, I don't want to say Clemson's just going to give up on their season, but they are 0-2 in conference play now. And Syracuse has been playing very good. They're 4-0 on the season. Their first conference game right here, important one, too, because their next two games are tough as well. They've got North Carolina and Florida State. Syracuse, they've been running the ball efficiently, 6.7 yards per play. I think they slow the game down and they keep it close. I mean, just like last year, last year it was 27-21. So, taking the orange plus the seven. Pretty surprising standings uh, when you when you look at the uh, uh, the ACC, it's right? Pretty wide course. open right I mean, now. Every, you know, I mean, obviously you have, you know, Florida State has got uh, everybody's national attention. But, uh, you, you know, it's and it's also the playoff is going to be the first two teams, right? There's no divisions anymore. Right. So, um, but this game here, more movement. On the total, in fact, we just went to fifty-one and a half as Alex uh, uh, was speaking, and uh, you know, down a couple of points off the opener. It's it's real simple. What's happening here in terms of the betting, two-way betting, taking the seven with Syracuse, laying six and a half with Clemson, uh, and again for uh, from our side of the counter, we just don't want uh, Clemson by seven. But uh, overall, two-way action on the side, uh, more under money coming in. On the the total, you know it's interesting. There's some seven minus fifteens on Clemson starting to pop in the market. Yeah, that's uh. So if you know that's uh, just like we see the the big move on three sometime. Uh, second most important number being the seven. So uh, it's not unusual. Well, not unusual at all. I'm just a little surprised based off of w- the way this game looks on paper today. Again, big test for Syracuse. This is clearly the best Very team they so. played. So far through four games, and for Dino Babers, uh, really saving his job with the way that this has looked so far for the Orange. They're going to go to a bowl game, barring a total collapse down the stretch this year. But their schedule after this week, we talked about it a little bit yesterday. Clemson at UNC at Florida State. Very difficult three games the next yes. three uh, yes. three games. But they after that, they'll be favored the rest of the way in the remaining games that they have on their schedule, With uh, assuming that health is all the same as it is right now. All right, let's uh, continue on here. Continuing by your betting numbers here today. Oh, boy. Vinny, let's uh, go to this one in Orlando. 135, 136 on your card. This is 330 Eastern, 1230 Pacific, Orlando, Central Florida, Baylor, and Vinny, even from when we were on yesterday, this line has moved a whole lot towards the Baylor Bears Blake Shapin expected to be back. That's why this move has happened. Yeah. On the Baylor Bears, he suffered a knee injury in the League One loss to Texas State. Looks like he will be back today. 
And with the quarterback play we've seen from Baylor, that move is very much justified, and the betters taking it still with Baylor down to eight. Well, you could tell by the line movement how, how you know his status, right, or you know his pro- projected status. And, and what I mean by that is, game opened eleven and a half, got as high as twelve and a half. Right now, it starts to come down, and we're down to uh, to nine and a half. Probably going to see nine uh, on this game. So, uh, it again, quarterback position being the most impactful position to the number. Not only in the pros, obviously, but uh, in college as well, Alex. Stay away game for me, even with that news of him coming back. That first game back, you never know how they're going to play, you know, how they're going to jump right in. Both teams looking for their first conference win, and, you know, Baylor's looking for their first FBS team win on the season. So I think the number's right where it should be. I'm going to stay away from this one. Baylor's only win this year, Vinny, against LIU. That's right. The Blackbirds. (laughs) Oh, they're not the sharks. I, I still come on. I, they're still the Blackbirds. <laughs> well, they know? merged what? They merged Long, LIU, Island, Long they, Island City. But they mer- they merged LIU Brooklyn and LIU Post, right? That's, that's why we have the sharks right. now. Right near the Ronzoni Macaroni Factory. Ah, there we go. There's a little <laughs> trivia for you. <laughs> Cash that ticket if you have that mentioned today. Bing. Uh, big, big, big old, big old button uh, push there, right there. All right, let's uh, keep it in the southeast though. Tennessee, South Carolina, late game here. Uh, Gamecocks right now, 11.5 point underdogs here, Vinny. You guys actually had the market low on this game on Tennessee uh, right now at 11.5. Total mm-hmm. is 60.5, bounced all the way around 63.5, down to 59.5, now back to 60.5. Yeah, I mean, uh, look, it's uh, uh, more, again, more movement on the total. Listen, as we get further into the season, right, uh, you, you're starting to see the numbers tightening up, right? And uh, not necessarily as much line movement throughout the card. I mean, there are games like we just talked about with a quarterback uh, injury now, uh, the return uh, or the likely return of a quarterback uh, in in terms of Baylor, right? But this one here, uh, not a lot of movement. A one-point move is not is not a lot of move, especially from a, a dead number of 12.5 down to 11.5. Uh, but again, under money showing, and uh, at 60.5, uh, probably going to uh, get to 60 uh, real soon. By the way, uh, Central Florida, just went to eight mm-hmm. uh, as we speak. Dead number, as you mentioned. So I didn't have a play here. I could be convinced to take South Carolina plus the points. I have been impressed with how they played this season, coming off that 37-30 win against Mississippi State. And they played really tough against Georgia, losing that one 24-14. to um, Tennessee, they lost to Florida as a five-and-a-half point favorite. I don't think that defines them either. So. Staying away from this one. Nope, no, nothing for me here. I just don't. I don't really like any team in the SEC East other than Georgia this year. Well, you know, it's, there's, there's a lot of uh, a lot of, of that sentiment. But Georgia too uh, has, I think, just like Michigan, where everybody's waiting to see Georgia, you know, show what was expected of them, right? So, uh, but yeah, I mean, Georgia's still uh, the top. Alabama is is. By the way, I mean, obviously, on the other side uh, of, of the conference, but still, Alabama has shown more of what they did last week. We'll find out about them today. But uh, still waiting for Georgia to to be Georgia, I guess. Georgia gets Auburn later today. We'll get to that game as we go through the show here on Sports by the Book. Let's go to one, Alex. You have a play here. Noon East, Lexington, Kentucky, 139-140 on your card. Gators, Wildcats. I, Kentucky didn't beat Florida for almost three decades, 
And now it's evened out a little bit in this quote unquote rivalry, Vinny. Well, under Stoops, right? Yes, I mean, Kentucky, Stoops, the, Wild, yes. the Wildcats have done uh, some some really good things in recent years. By the way, they're undefeated, right? And and you know, people we we know that Rupp Arena sells out every every basketball game. But I have to tell you, uh, at Kroger Field, they 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 draw very well uh, under under the stoop in the Stoops area here. And these two, you know, and then uh, Kentucky has uh, has done well against Florida under under Stoops. Now it's been all about Florida in the betting. We did open at two and a half. Alex, I know you have a play on Kentucky, and I'm sure you you laid the best number. I did. I laid one with Atta Kentucky. Girl. Atta girl. It's funny you bring up uh, basketball. I, I've got a couple plays on the Blue Blood teams here in September <laughs> on football. But I like Kentucky, like you just said, Jeff. I mean, they're 3-2 and two in the last five, 2-0 and oh against Florida yeah. in the last two. And they're... Their defense has been a very strong unit for them, allowing just 2.6 yards per rushing attempt. I think they get it done today in Kentucky. In, back, just on the total, yeah. Jeff, just back and forth on the total uh, from 44 up to 45 and now at 43. So uh, two-way action on the total. This, this is one of those where the number, obviously, look, the number is always important. That, Of course, I'm going to go master the obvious statement there for me. But there were threes in the market earlier in this week. And I thought at three, it was a tank on Florida. Right now, now that we're sitting at one, I have absolutely no interest in getting involved here. I understand, like if if you like if your numbers pop Kentucky, all right, you're laying either a very short money line or you're laying one here. That's a dream if your numbers pop Kentucky here that it went towards what you wanted to bet anyway. Right, exactly. And isn't it funny that Florida is they're ranked twenty second right now, but Kentucky is favored here in Vegas. So. That kind of makes me think, uh, you know, Vegas knows a little something. Polls don't determine prices. Yes. Get those shirts ready. (laughs) That's right. I'll say this also, and again, you just brought up the the point of all points here. Just when you're handicapping, and your numbers prove it out here too, Alex, just the number in front of the team does not matter. Right. Does not matter one bit. I mean, well, yesterday we had had numerous – Vinny, I know you always enjoy this – the numerous – Media sites tweeting out, oh, Oregon State upset Utah when Oregon State was a four-point favorite in the game. Yeah, and, and they were bet. I mean, yeah. that's, it, it, wasn't, it wasn't like Oregon State uh, uh, it didn't deserve to be favored. And, uh, in fact, we went through the, 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 the went number through of key four. Numbers, we went yeah. through three, went through four. So, um, yeah, that, that – that, listen, like, with all due respect to the pollsters, it's a completely different set of numbers – uh, and that's popularity contest. There, there, are there some instances where uh, the, well, they agree the, the with you polls, on uh, it, you know, and and the power ratings coincide? Yes, but at the end of the day, it's about the power ratings when it comes to betting. 100%. Hey, look, polls do have Georgia 1, you have Georgia 1 in your power ratings, so yeah. they at least you're simpatico on something. Then. Well, that's that's great. They're, they're, they're catching on. They're catching on. <laughs> Just slightly. All right, Alex, you have another play on this game that we're going to, and quite frankly, it's the only reason we're going to this game because you have a, you have a play on this one. 141-142 on your card. Boston College, Virginia. So, Alex, again, this is shopping around is important here because you like under in this game. You're not, Vinny, she's not, you're not getting Alex's business here on the under here because you guys have the market low on 51 and a half. Yeah, it opened 55. I'm yeah. sure, I, I can tell you right now, I don't, I, I, and I did not ask Alex. I know she 
she went under a, a much better number than 51. What was the number you ended up getting? 52. 54 and a half. Yeah. There, you, uh, there go. you go. So, by the way, this game just did go to four and a half uh, off of the uh, uh, three and a half opener. But uh, people, total, people. Alex, you... Uh, I do think wow. Boston College wins this one, um, but I did. I only have a play on the under. I still think there's value at 52. I didn't know you were as low at 51 right now, but defensive battle between these two and... Yeah, I like my number at 54 yeah. and a half. A little I, bit of weather, I think, too, right, Jeff? A wind, wind, okay. wind yeah. in Boston. Yeah. Uh, I think the rain is fully passed by, but it is. Actually, it's not as bad as it w was supposed to be as of yesterday. But down okay. to about 10 mile an hour is consistent on the wind. Uh, and both of these teams have already struggled offensively. So with the go. wind, we'll see how that goes. Both of these teams stink. Yeah. I'm willing to say that. Neither of these teams are any good. Even though Boston College... Hey, they it was made very a, close they, to beating Florida they, State two yes, weeks ago. They almost ruined Florida State's season. So. <laughs> yeah. well, uh, four and a half right now, 51 and a half. Uh, BC favorite in that one against the Cavs. All right, big one. College game day is there for the first time ever in Durham. Wow. For football, Duke, Notre Dame. Vinny, we talked about this a little bit yesterday. Also, Alex and I will have a play on this game. We'll get to that in a second. But, Vinny, this... We all know Duke basketball, obviously. Yeah. Highest handle games of the day, usually on those big college basketball mm -hmm. Saturdays. It's not normal that you have Duke as a high handle football game, but here we are, where this is the the night game, the four thirty Pacific game. A lot of these days are going to go through Duke and Notre Dame here today. Well, it's it's kind of it's interesting, right? When you think about it, right? We're we're talk we talked about Kentucky now being uh, having having a nice uh, football program as well as their basketball program. We mentioned in Duke, we're going to get to Kansas in a little yeah. while too. Yeah. I'm sure global warming's got a lot to do with all of this uh, topsy turvy and changing of the guard, if you will, or adding uh, uh, to the guard, right? But uh, uh, in all seriousness, the uh, the thing about this game is. Want to see how Notre Dame responds? I mean, Duke is going to be sky high, but Notre Dame uh, really was. It looked like they were going to beat, and they probably should have, uh, by many accounts, uh, last week should have beaten Ohio State. But uh, here's a game that is toggling back and forth between uh, a dead number, uh, five, five, uh, five and a half, and six. Dead number being, you know, very difficult. It doesn't really usually fall that much. Uh, you know, how many times do you see a five, even in college? So uh, you've got. Uh, folks laying the five and a half. We're at five and a half right now with Notre Dame. Taking taking six with Duke. Total on this game, 53. Um, was as high as 54 and as low as 52. So not as much movement on this total, Alex. So I actually have five and a half with Duke. I don't know what number you got. Same. Okay. I, I, I missed it. The six was not out there long. I did not get it in time. Me either. And, you know, I was on Notre Dame last week. That is a really good football team. Mm -hmm. Very good quarterback. But... We also have a very good Duke team here getting the points at home. I mean, they comfortably covered against Northwestern and UConn, and then they beat Clemson. We know that in game one as an underdog. So back in Duke here. Jeff, you as well? This is a really intriguing quarterback matchup today. Mm -hmm. And Riley Leonard's finally getting the attention that he deserves. He, deserves he has been it. really good through the first month. He was excellent a year ago. I mean, look, I, we, we talked about this a little bit yesterday. Mike Elko inherited a program where David Cutcliffe did an incredible job for as long as he did, mm -hmm. but it was time. It was time to run his course for yep. Cutcliffe. And Elko comes in, a team that last year was projected to have a, a win total sub four. I think it was a four and a half, three and a half last year. We had them conference wins even lower. I yeah, mean, I, I, they, they were not projected to be good. They make a bowl last year. 
and come out of the gate this year. They already beat Clemson, as you said, Alex, and that game clearly the right side in every which way you looked mm-hmm. at it, straight up, spread everything. And kind of, Vinny, the, the telltale sign of a well-coached team is what happened last week. Unbelievable look-ahead spot for Duke. There's no letdown with this Duke. And they went on the road yeah. as a three-touchdown favorite against UConn. And look, UConn is bad again this year. But that game was never in doubt, mm-hmm. and the cover was never in doubt in yeah. that game. Right. That's a good point, Jeff. So I mean, this is a really well-coached team. And for Notre Dame, the main reason that I have – look, my num- the numbers that I had did not justify a bet here. It was Notre Dame four and a half, which normally I'm not running the window for a one-point difference. It's just not the way that I usually bet. But the way Notre Dame lost last week, yeah, they were the better team in that game, and they should have won that game. And you have 10 guys on the field on the most critical play of your season. You lose because of that. And now you go on the road to a team that's good. I just don't know how 19, 20-year-old kids will respond going on the road for, look, I know it's weird to say because we looked at the Clemson game and said, all right, that's Duke Super Bowl this year. No, 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 no. This is the Super Bowl now for Duke. Notre Dame with a chance well, yeah. And Notre Dame season, basically, Vinny. Well, no question, right? They can't afford another loss, but we'll find out. You know, they're, they're well coached, too, right? So to see how, how they respond. So this is going to be a telltale game for, for a lot it's of good reasons. good football game. Very good. And, um, you know, it, but it, it's, it's critical, obviously, when we start looking at uh, teams that are, you know, potentially going to make the playoff, the fourth, this is the last year of the four team playoff. Uh, no, there, there won't be. I don't. I, there's not going to be a two team, a two loss team, because there's too much parity. We've seen parity, and again, we we talked about it. The the Pac-12 is going to have a lot to say about sure will. about the, about that whole process. Let's uh, let's go to the Fun Belt next. Mm-hmm. Sun Belt here, Alex. You have a play on this game. Coastal Carolina and Georgia Southern. Uh, too often, Coastal Carolina's offense has been a little bit disappointing this year. Georgia Southern. Georgia Southern should have won. Could have very easily won at Wisconsin if uh, their quarterback yes. didn't lose his mind and turn it over six times in that game. One of the more brutal beats all year. If you had Georgia Southern plus twenty, losing by twenty-one. Alex total sixty-six here now, but I would imagine that you got a better number than the sixty-six that is out there on the over. I took over sixty-three and a half. I think we've got two high-powered offenses here. Both quarterbacks can throw down the field. Mm-hmm. Um, Georgia Southern plays relatively quick. 24.9 seconds per play. They're averaging 34.3 points per game. And then Coastal Carolina averaging 31.5. I'm expecting a high-scoring, fun offensive game in this one. Yeah, and this this total up to 66 and climbing. It'll probably go through 66. Uh, and again, uh, we got all day to, to book this one, right? 4 o'clock Pacific start. So to Alex's point, she got uh, – she again, it's it's critical. You, 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 you want to be – Shop the numbers early, monitor them during the week, and then see uh, see right up and up until game time uh, how your uh, uh, your play uh, compares. But uh, well done, Alex. That's a it's a good play. I mean, uh, off, I mean, it's a three point difference off the opener. Vinny, I just want to ask about or the this. current number. I should say. I, I want to ask about this game in the belt also. That's yeah. uh, that's at the top of the hour because I'm a little bit surprised by the way that this has been bet in the market this week. JMU in South Alabama which could argue the two best teams in the league this year yeah. in, the, in the Sun Belt. Uh, James Madison still not eligible for conference 
championship games or bowl games because the NCAA rules are ridiculous. Yeah, there's a transfer <laughs> portal where players are now immediately eligible, but, but now the team's the, not teams, eligible to play the team's not game, eligible, even though they're. Yeah, I, go ahead. What they've done is unbelievably impressive, moving up a level. Yeah, absolutely. I'm a little surprised the Jaguars have taken the money here. Down to two on JMU here. They're still taking the money. They're yeah. still starting. We're starting to see some one and a halves out there. So, um, and and forty eight uh, on this total, not a not a whole lot of movement on uh, on this total as much as of uh, the Coastal and Georgia Southern game. But yeah, I mean uh, the move is uh, to take the points. So they took three and uh, uh, two and a half. Uh, now they're starting to take two as well. Yeah, I'm a little bit surprised on the way that that's going. That game starts in 20 minutes. I probably will have JMU in pocket by the time that game kicks. On, on a shorter price than uh, I would have expected. Get I thought, your uh, South Point mobile app ready. And, I, I, I always have my phone on lay me, the, Vinny. Lay always, the best, all, lay always the best have price. It. Always have it here, Vinny. You know that. All right. We talked about this game yesterday, but I'm, I'm curious on Alex's thoughts here, even if there's no bet, just on how you handle games that are lined like this. Michigan and Nebraska. So, Vinny, right now, you guys have market high on Michigan at 18. Mm-hmm. And you also have the market low or second market low because there is one thirty nine in the market now in the total. Total's thirty nine and a half. But Alex, I just want to ask you on on a game like this, I, I, even if you don't have a play, when you have a total and a spread like this, where the total is sub forty and Michigan is laying three scores, how do you handle games usually that are like this? And of course, in college, we see this we see this a few times a week now. Yeah, I don't know because I was actually thinking about that this week. There is more of a lean right mm-hmm. to the over under when the spread's this high but i couldn't recall can you uh how do you how, how do i ha- yes so for this game and we well, first of all it starts with who, who do you like in the game right that's okay that's right. number one I mean, yeah. it, it comes down to look if usually we see these type of line it's very rare we see them in conference games like this and we have two big 10 games we talked about penn state and northwestern earlier where similar sort of situation lowish total Huge number with right. Penn State laying and Michigan, the, the total's lower and the spread is eight and a half, nine points lower, depending on where you're looking right now. For me, it comes down to what Vinny said. Who do I like in the game first? Now, in this game, Michigan has been unimpressive, even though they're 4-0. They haven't covered yet. Nebraska's offense is a disaster. And if Nebraska's turning the ball over against Colorado's defense, what are they going to do against Michigan's defense? So. This is one of those where, in my head, it's like, this total's so low. I feel kind of obligated to take the underdog getting 18 points. I'm staying away because it's like, okay, 24-3 is very realistic here. 27-3, 27-6, because Nebraska's offense against an elite defense mm-hmm. could very easily get held to single digits. And this is the best defense that Nebraska's faced so oh, far, too. Oh, not even close, yeah. yeah. Right? I mean, that, and, and, and same and, with and Michigan, Michigan. yeah. Right? I mean, so on the unfortunate part for Nebraska is that they're, they're, their defense is on the field a, a whole lot. So mm-hmm. as the game progresses and you get into that fourth quarter, you wind up, you, you wonder if they're if they're just going to be, you know, worn out. But the, the, the game has gone back and forth. They took the 18 uh, all the way, you know, down to 17, and now it's back up to 18. So, I mean, uh, but when is Michigan, we talked about it earlier with Georgia, when is Michigan going to be the Michigan that everybody anticipated going into the season? It was it's a good question. Those two. So this is a, a game here, too, that uh, you know that the uh, 
Nebraska faithful are going to be out in Lincoln. Uh, they've won a couple of games in a row against certainly lesser competition. Uh, but it starts with who do you like in the game when it comes to not only obviously the side, you look at the points, but particularly when it comes to the total as well. So, But this total originally was bet up, too, from 39. So, I mean, it, we, we opened at 39. It got as high as up 40 and a half, 41, uh, and now it's come down. So that's interesting because I do have a lean towards Nebraska taking the points, but as you mentioned, their offense is a mess and they still have question marks at the quarterback position. And then I, I did make the number a little bit higher, but mm -hmm. I stayed away from that over as well because I can see this being a shutout or maybe they score one touchdown. Vinny, uh, obviously uh, guys are doing team totals for the NFL now. Yeah, uh, MLB. Is there a thought of doing bigger, like quote unquote, bigger game team totals in college football? Well, we, what we do, what we do is put up the, 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 the team to yes. score. We have the two props, yep. right, that, that work for us for here. Uh, one of them is who's going to be the highest scoring team of the day, and you can you can take a price there. But you can also uh, take which team is going to score first. By time, and, and when I say first, time, time of, of possession in time the game, a <laughs> time of day, uh, and people are getting used to it. There are some folks that still, you know, get a still, little bit still struggle with that concept. With that you know, hey, look, you know, looking at their watch. Don't look at your watch when it comes to the first uh, score of the day. So those two, uh, uh, those two, uh, it's uh, uh, you know, uh, it's a situation where those those work better in, in terms of the NFL. We put those up as well, but there's so much more interest too. Right, and, you, and the other part is, uh, folks get involved uh, with with the college in game totals, mm -hmm. you know, uh, as well. And you have an, and, that, and that's the opportunity you have here too, uh, with the the uh, uh, Michigan Nebraska game. Let's go to a game that starts in about fifteen minutes. Boulder, Colorado, ten a.m. local time. Vinny. Yeah. Right. Bagels, football, and coffee today in Boulder. Uh, by the way, I yes. did see the student body out there. I don't think there was a whole lot of coffee. Uh, oh. You know. There's something mixed into the coffee I mean, if there maybe is coffee. some Baileys and coffee, yeah, but, yeah. but good for those kids. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, maybe some schnapps. You never know there, Vinny. Uh, regardless, um, Colorado, USC, we know we knew Travis Hunter wasn't going to play. Shiloh Sanders is out with a kidney in injury as well for Colorado today. Yeah, the but, only uh, Sanders that's active is Dion. Well, no, uh, right? Shador is there. Well, sh well yeah, yeah, that's that's, that's true. So, Vinny, I'll ask you this Important real quick. Important position, but... I would say. <laughs> That's Total right. Hunter is still out, too, though. So, USC's 21 and a half. It bounced between 21 and a half and 22 early this morning, back to 21 and a half. So, obviously, the, the buy point has been 22 on this game. And for the total, I, I mean, we're dealing with a ridiculously high total, but you guys opened at 73 and a half, and with a little bit of toggling around, you're right back to it. Yeah, I mean... Look, overall two-way action. Now, I, I will tell you that there's still the the uh, the folks out there. We've taken uh, Colorado money line action all season long, and there'll be some sprinkling of it. I mean, will will folks, you know, will the, will the Colorado backers take the twenty-two? Yeah, and they'll sprinkle in a little, uh, a little bit of the money line as well. So, uh, but this one, uh, you know, I, I think with the with the defensive injuries to Colorado and. Uh, SC's ability to score. I think that's what what drove it up uh, a little bit this morning. So, and by the way, this, this total you mentioned, 73, 73 and a half, that's probably 74s out there. We'll do 
uh, college individual college totals as we get further into the season. Uh, uh, you know, on, on the bigger games uh, on and the marquee games. Uh, so we'll just continue to add. I mean, it's uh, we've added some some different props this year, and they've been received well. Colorado could not stop Oregon at all last week, mm-hmm. and I'm yeah. I'm assuming that happens again, especially with the defending Heisman winner winner Caleb Williams. I am not betting against him here. I do understand the total. I have not gone over it. Um, probably probably going to pass on this game just like I did last week. I you know I I would only play the over. <laughs> I know it's, well, if you're going to play the over, no, I know you got to do it. probably probably play it now. No, you got you got to do it. We're approaching seventy five in some spots. Yeah, no, there's a bunch of seventy fours that just popped yeah. in the last few moments. Yeah, we'll probably get that. Uh, there is still a rogue seventy three out there. According where could, to where could that be? Yeah, uh, there's a rogue set. Get your app in action. Uh, a few, uh, a few paces behind me right, right now. Wow. Um, so uh, yeah, no. Look, I Herbie this morning on College Game Day. I told you this immediately. Said that USC is going to put up 63 on their own, Vinny. Wow. Which if USC put 63 on their own on Colorado, that game's going way the heck over. I'm sure. Uh, but uh, but here's the here's the deal. Colorado. This is the best offense Colorado's seen by a wide margin. I know Oregon is a really good well, football team. But this is this is a different type of offense that USC has with the best quarterback in America by, a, to me, a pretty significant margin in Caleb Williams. USC winning this game 59-27, something like that, feels about right to me. Oh, but yeah. I can't get there on laying the points with USC because when you're having to lay that many points as a road team with a horrible defense, that's still a lot to ask for me. So that's why I wouldn't look at laying USC this morning. Well, I think... Th- SC doesn't play a whole lot of defense. Yeah, so, horrible you know, defense. Oregon's defense is better than SC's defense. Oh, that's defense. not even for debate. Oregon's so, defense is a legit top 10 I mean, but they don't mind. You know, SC is a team that doesn't mind getting in a, into a shootout. So the way they press uh, press the ball downfield. Speaking of Oregon, I want to bring this game up real quick, Vinny. Uh, Oregon and Stanford, uh, obviously not a very intriguing game because of what Stanford is this year. You open 27 and a half. It's now 27. Total's been dipped down from 61 to 59. Uh, the only reason I'm bringing this up is I did take Stanford. This is an ugly, ugly, ugly underdog here. But it is very hard to get up back-to-back weeks, especially with all the attention that game got last week. Yeah. And everything that Lanning said that got put out in the public, which no issue with anything he said at all. I know people are getting aggravated, but people like getting angry at a lot of nonsense at, at this point these no. days. But, <laughs> but Vinny, this is... This, to me, and look, if Oregon goes out and destroys them, so be it. Oregon is a much better football team. There is definitely justification for the number being four touchdowns, basically, in this one. But it is really difficult to get up back-to-back weeks, especially when last week was just an emotion-filled game where they were very close to accomplishing a shutout against a team that they wanted to shut out badly. Again, like more movement on the total here than uh, than on the side. It's basically not moved at all all week. And yeah, look, but you know, it, and maybe it's a game. It, it wouldn't shock me if this game did more, uh, probably in game or at the, for the second half. Yeah, than wouldn't shock me either. Overall, uh, it, the game itself with so many other games to choose from. I do have a little bit on under sixty one for that reason. You said Oregon having mm-hmm. such a great. Defense, but you make a good point about them coming off that huge win over yeah. Colorado and almost shutting them out. Um, I've got Oregon minus 24 and a half, so that three point, which I'm sure you didn't really have a play either. You're leaning the, more the, into the, the uh, motivation of Stanford and less motivated Oregon team. 26. 
26. So it's only a point normally and not, again, not banging down the door to bet a point, but this, I'm more willing to play spots in college football yes. that don't necessarily agree with numbers. Um, more so than I think some are, but look, it's important. There are spots. We, we've talked about this, Vinny. It's very hard to pick up. There are technically spots in every sport that you can bet. Sure. But in the NFL, they're all professionals. Right. It's harder to pick up spots. But the emotion in, in, the in, the, in college, it yeah, comes more but, into play. And it's not just in yeah. look-ahead spots in college, but it's the post. It's letdown yeah. spots. It's, it's the, yeah. you know, the, the post-emotional uh, aspect. Yeah, that and, and this is, this a, is a classic, a classic letdown, yeah. potentially, for Oregon. Now, and, again, a, and a low-scoring game, potentially. Yeah. So there, getting 27 and a half. And I, I would agree to the under as well, because if Stanford's going to stay in this game, this game better stay under. Because mm -hmm. if it doesn't, then it's going to be a, a whipping uh, there in Palo Alto. All right. Let's go to this one here. Alabama, Mississippi State. Vinny, 14 and a half. Bama laying 46 the total here there in Stark Vegas. Well, uh, this is a game I think what you want to look at. First of all, credit uh, Alabama for the response last week. Great second half. I mean, a, a terrific uh, uh, <clears throat> going against a, a, a good offensive team in Mississippi. So their defense was great, and their offense uh, came alive in the second half. So uh like to see how they rebound here because a loss last week would have just canceled their ticket uh for the uh for the for the playoff uh, not a lot of movement here i mean just for, we opened at 14 and a half they initially took it uh and now uh, you know back and forth it goes it's but same thing with the total i mean it's two way action on on the side and the total sitting at 46 so uh but for me just watching it because i've elevated alabama's uh uh, power rating, not and, and even in recent weeks. I mean, their defense has not been awful. I mean, I mean, you you look at the Texas game. I think they've solidified their quarterback position now, which has taken you know the first month of the season, right? So, uh, but it bears watching today to see how they respond, Alex, from last week's success. And I do lean to the under with that. Their defense has been their most consistent unit, and it's a different Alabama offense than we've seen. Yeah. In the past, I mean, they're rushing 63% of the time. So expecting a lower scoring game, especially Mississippi State. Mm -hmm. I don't expect much offense from them. Again, it's a, it's a program in, in turnover. Of course, obviously, the tragic de death well, of Mike yeah. Leach. And, and look, it's, it's hard to it, 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 I go through something like that. It's, it's very hard. And I... It's going to be a few years before Mississippi sure. State figures out a, mm -hmm. a, a program identity now with, uh, with without Coach Leach. Uh, Alabama showed me a lot in the second half last week because yeah. that was a gut check. You're down at halftime. Your mm -hmm. offense did nothing against a good team, and you beat them up in the second half. You did what you did what you expect if you're Alabama in that second half against Ole Miss. I was very impressed. We both got there in the end relative ease last week with Alabama. Uh, even it looked pretty scary for half there. And credit to you because you did put me on that play because you said, isn't this a game where Alabama makes a point and covers uh, easily? Thir thir 30, minutes, 30 minutes was enough. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's all we needed. Good Vinny, job. let's Good job. Hey, look, every once in a while I find a winner or two, right? Norman, Oklahoma for this one. By the way, we are going to be going past noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific because of the technical difficulties earlier in the show. So please make sure you stick around past 9 a.m. here today. Uh, Oklahoma and Iowa State, Vinny. Sooners oh. open 21, mm -hmm. and the betters are taking the Cyclones. Now, this is a you ask why classic look-ahead <laughs> spot for the Sooners. They have Texas next week in Dallas. 
19 and a half now. And also, I think more surprisingly on this, Vinny, the total's been bet up to 49 now. Well, I think that has to do more with the way Oklahoma presses uh, sure. you know, downfield right now. Venables is finally – remember, there was – a lot of folks were upset with uh, with him a year ago, right? And uh, so – but they they seem to have righted things. But, again, is it a, is it a look-ahead spot? Yeah, probably. I mean, there's – Here's the thing, and we've talked about this. In college, there are look-ahead spots. In the pros, not necessarily look-ahead spots, but we, you could say, well, what happened? What about the Cowboys last week in Arizona? Well, com- when you you consider their offensive line, which shouldn't be the injuries they had, uh, shouldn't be an excuse. I think they were they were just flat. I mean, pros can come out flat, and I think that was a classic example of it. But is this a look-ahead spot for uh, Oklahoma? Very, very possibly, but. They also know they're at home, which helps. And I think the other part is they know they can't afford to fall flat. Look, here, here's the thing. You know, every year, too, it, or for, for the longest time in the four-team playoff, there's always been the, the ask, can a two-loss SEC team get to the, get to the playoff? Right? Uh-huh. And it's always been the answer has been, well, sure, if it's Alabama or Georgia, right? It's it, Absolutely. Well, now you've got to ask that question in the Pac-12, all right, which I still don't think there's going to be a two-loss However, a, a loss in this conference, in the, in the Big 12 this year, you know, it, it, you can, maybe you can afford one, but then it, you, you, that's why with the four-team playoff this year, every, everyone is paramount. So the, the look-ahead spot from a cover standpoint is more of a factor than a, a loss standpoint when you've got a double-digit favorite like this. The Oakland, the, so Pac-12, even though the conference, to me, up and down is the best conference in America, up and down this year. Pac-12. Yes. I'm not even sure a one-loss champion's getting in this year because of what has gone on narrative-wise. And I don't think oh. that's fair. I think that would be completely insane if a 12-1 and Pac-12 champion, especially if it's SCU, Washington, or Oregon, gets left out. Right. But I could see it happening if the right uh, congruence of events happens around it. I'll tell you what's what's going to help the Pac-12 this year. For, and what's hurt the Pac-12 is their, their TV package and the pollsters who, you know, the voters who in, in, in uh, you know, the committee, they don't watch him. They didn't watch him as much. They're watching him now. They're year. watching him now. And that's a byproduct, really, uh, uh, not only of the whole conference's success, but what Deion Sanders has 100%. done for Colorado. <laughs> so I have to tell you, if every Pac-12 team has got to give Deion Sanders a thank you for bringing the attention onto them and making them as, as uh, uh, more relevant this year than in years past. And they deserve it. They're a good oh, 100%. team. 100%. Let's really oh, ahead, quick Alex. about this um, yeah. this game. I like Oklahoma here, and to your point about being well coached, this is a huge opportunity for them to go out and show who yeah. they are. Four and zero straight up, four and zero ATS, but they haven't had a whole lot of competition. This Iowa State team, you know, we'll see how they do here and if they can cover. So I would lead more towards Oklahoma than than taking the Cyclones. The here. one thing I will say that scares me a little bit with Oklahoma is watching BYU. After a half of football where they did nothing, and then for two quarters just marching up and down the field on Cincinnati, Oklahoma only, only put twenty on on Cincy last week. That kind of, I'm just curious to see how good that offense is once we start seeing them play better teams. Uh, I don't think this is the same. I don't think this is the same Oklahoma offense we've seen in the past few years. But and this is a big but, 
Oklahoma's defense Deep. looks legitimate. Well, it's Venables. It's Venables. Venables. These of are, yeah, right. Like, you know, so uh, yeah. he didn't have he he didn't have these are his players now. Yeah, this right. is this is his team. Unlike last year, where they were under five hundred, which kind of been unfathomable for Oklahoma. Yes. All right, Alex. Both of us have a play on this game that we're going to next, but it's a little. We have different plays on this. You're on the total. I'm on a side okay. in this game. Houston, Texas Tech. Texas Tech is now on the backup quarterback. Morton is in there. Shell broke his fibula last week in Morgantown. His season's done. This is now behind us. South Point actually has the market high on Texas Tech at nine. nine. It's mostly eight and a half in the market, yeah. with the total right now being 52 on Houston and Texas Tech in Lubbock. I like the over here. I'm looking for 51 or 51 and a half, but two very fast offenses, up tempo. You know, Houston. Just 24.3 seconds per play. And Tech, even faster than that, 21 seconds, averaging 150 plays per game, which the average in college football is about 135. So four-point drop-off from their starting quarterback to more in, both on the side and the total, mm -hmm. but still still have that total at 55. So I'm looking for over 51, 51 and a half. Pretty good two-way action on both uh, yeah. uh, nine and a half uh, on the side end. The total nine and a half to nine. You said uh, you know more money coming in on the dog. I could see that as uh, you know we get closer to uh, kickoff at twelve thirty Pacific and fifty-two. Alex, good good breakdown too with uh, uh, you know rating the the, the the players. And again, if you're going to rate players, you start with the quarterback position. So uh, how you assign that that point value to them is, is important in your handicapping. Well done. I took ten earlier in the week. I still think it's good down to down to seven and a half on Houston. It is really difficult with the way Texas Tech's offense has operated this year, even at full strength, to expect a guy who really struggled a year ago when he played in order to lead this offense and cover a, a number over a touchdown. And yes, this is a conference game now. And yes, I have Houston power rated as the worst team in this conference. But this is a lot of points to be ha having the you have to lay with Texas Tech in this spot. This is squarely a number play for me on on, on Houston. Uh, if if t Texas Tech beats me by two scores, so be it. I, I just I, the way this team looks, especially now on the backup quarterback. Go ahead, beat me. If they beat me, so be it. I don't mind it. I like Houston. I think they are they're a physical, feisty team. I think they can hang in there with Texas Tech, especially on with their backup quarterback. Let's uh, let's go to the Plains here. Auburn, Georgia, three thirty Eastern. 2.30 local time, Jordan Hare for this one, Vinny. 14 and a half, 45, Georgia favored on the road. That 14 and a half has not moved all week. Two-way action. How about that? There huh? we go. Um, yeah, uh, 45 on this one. This has come down a little bit, I think, uh, predicated on, A, Georgia's uh, defense. And, and Auburn's really, you know, their offense is not, uh, not the offense uh, that uh, – uh, that that Georgia's is, but again, still waiting to see Georgia get in that four quarter dominating uh, mode. Uh, again, we adjust power ratings uh, from from week to week, and you know, Chris and I were very similar uh, in, on in ratings. We obviously had Georgia number one; uh, they're still number one, but we had them by at least six points. So you know, in some you know, uh, over the closest. Uh, team in the beginning of the season that that's narrowed now in fact there's you can make a case for 15 20 teams within five points four mm -hmm. points of each other so uh but again that's uh 
now teams, we're a month into the season. Uh, let's see how everybody performs, particularly the big the the big dogs. And now well, let's uh, see who's uh, who's moving up uh, up the ranks, uh, particularly the teams that we talked about in the uh, in the Pac-12. Al. My numbers say Auburn, but quick story. I know they say you remember your losses the most, but you also remember your very lucky wins. And last year in Last Man Standing, it was down to two people. I took Auburn plus 21 and a half against Alabama, won by the hook. They lost by 21. Oh. I can't see how I could take Auburn here with 14 and a half against this Georgia team. So I'm going to stay away. So you didn't use them. You didn't use them this year. <laughs> I'm, I'm safe like, to say. I'm, yeah, I'm a little scarred <laughs> by that, winning by the hook in that last wow. second. Yes. Hey, whatever gets it done. Whatever right. gets it done. Of course, right. Alex uh, winning last man standing in college football last year up go. at the station's properties. All right, let's uh, – two more games before we get out of here, Vinny. Go ahead. LSU, Ole Miss. This is the do not trust bowl for me. LSU is two and a half point favorite in Oxford, 67 and a half the total. That has been where the action has been this week uh, more than anything uh, for the for the openers at other places. You guys opened 67, only up a half point. Yeah, not a lot of movement on the total. Right. Uh, and again, uh, uh, here's a toggler uh, laying two and a half and taking three. So, uh, with, uh, so no LSU, LSU by three, Vinny. No, we don't. We don't want to shoot by three. We've had enough numbers fall for this week. Come on, Alex. Any, any, nothing. Staying away. You, you and I, you and I, are in agreement here. It's just, I want LSU to be the the legitimate national title contender. I thought they could be going into the year. They haven't shown it. Right. They got blasted huh. by Florida State. We're lucky to beat a mediocre Arkansas team a week ago, and then on the Ole Miss side, I I don't trust them to beat anyone any good, even at home. So this is. This is the easiest stay away of the week for me. Is it? A, is it an in-game? I don't think so. Maybe okay. I really don't. I, I, unless if someone, unless if someone gets up really big in this game, and I'm getting a bloated number coming back the other way, I well, think that's the go. only way. That's a, yeah, I think that's the only way I would look to it because it's a fair stretch. Hey, look, if, if if LSU gets up 21 points, I would imagine Ole Miss going to have the ball down seven late, and vice versa. If that happens, they're going to both of these teams uh, idiotic enough to let the other team. Hang in. All right, last one we're getting to here on the show today. Kansas and Texas. We don't expect this to be the big-time football matchup that it is today. Undefeated. Vinny. Undefeated, undefeated. I would argue, I, Vinny, I don't know. I, I know the power ratings probably don't speak this out. I think there's a legitimate argument to be made that Kansas is the third-best team in the Big 12. I know Kansas State probably still comes out ahead of them. Power ratings yeah, wise, yeah. I, well, this will this game will, this will determine a lot, a lot. right? I this think, will determine I think. A lot. but listen, full full marks to uh, uh, to, to Kansas and, and Texas can't afford to to look ahead to Oklahoma, Correct. right? Because Kansas has been improving over the years, and again, uh, down to way, fifteen and a half. I think on this we game. just uh, went to fifteen and a half on this game. It, it opened seventeen and a half, um, and Benny uh, money coming in on the under from sixty three uh, down to, to sixty one. But uh, look. Kansas uh, uh, deserves respect, and 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 when you've got this kind of game, points are uh, at a premium. Alex, I think for for folks, it's very, it's difficult to lay more than two touchdowns with a team uh, that's or, or against a, a, a team like Kansas, whose program is just turned turned around. Absolutely said perfectly, Benny. My numbers actually lean to Texas a little bit, but I might have Kansas underrated, so mm -hmm. I'm gonna. Sit back, watch this one, and adjust tomorrow as adjust. needed. Adjust. There you go. That's a key, a key point. I took 17. 
17. Yeah. I wouldn't play it now. No, I yeah. just you just missed you missed you missed the boat here. Uh, 17 it was good. Yep. I numbers said even take 16 and a half, even even 16. But now it's you're getting to a point now, and again, there's not much of a difference. And well, for 16, 15 and a half, you could very easily land 16 at this point in a college game. But I I, I don't chase a bad number. This is also right. one of those where if Texas gets the ball first, scores first, you're going to get a better number than anything to pop uh, on the pregame on, numbers. On, in an on Kansas, you'll get yeah, a higher. Yeah. Y- you, could, you could probably actually get a better number in-game if Texas gets the ball mm-hmm. first, comes down, scores Here's watching. a touchdown. That, I think, is bear- bearing of watching. I also don't mind this game over. I really don't. Uh, 61, this has been bet to the under from 63 down to 61. These are really good offenses. And Kansas's defense scored twice last week. Mm-hmm. That's not happening again. And I would anticipate, and it's a big step up for Kansas's defense, too. This is far sure. and away the best offense no, no they've question. seen all year long. And Texas is on the rise this year. Yeah. I mean, they're, they're, their ranking uh, Im- improves every week. Right now, I would right. say Texas is the second-best team in the country from what we've seen on the field. Power ratings-wise, not the case. No. But on the field, I think they're the second-best team we've seen so far mm-hmm. this year. Uh, the talent is finally matching. The, the results are finally matching the talent, True. which has always been not a problem in Texas. The right. talent has just been the results. Right. But this is a really intriguing one, and I will say this, Vinny. I have, I'm sitting on a preseason 40-1 to 1 on Kansas to win the Big 12. You're in a good spot. Bro. If they somehow pull the shocker today, mm-hmm. I'll have the inside track to hedging out of that thing in Arlington in December. That's all I can tell you. It'd be a whole lot of fun if that came to fruition. But Good for you. Good see bet. what happens. Well so, done. All right. That's all the time we have. Thanks for right. sticking around. We apologize for the technical difficulties earlier in the show. We but, got through it. But Good we, job. But you, you, saw, you saw Vinny's hair. You that's saw it. Vinny's hair the whole way. That's, Let me see. That's there it. you go. Perfect. Right, right, you. right, right on, right on the hair. Good job, crew. Perfect job. Right. Brian, Brian and Jerry doing great work getting us back on the air as well. For Alex White, for Vinny Malliolo, I'm Jeff Parles. This has been Sports by the Book. All three of us back tomorrow, 9 a.m. Pacific, noon Eastern, previewing week four in the National Football League. We'll see you then.